Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I am so fired up. Christy, a.k.a. Mr. Darkness, is in today. Governor Darkness to you. After jinxing uh, the Yankees with injuries, they now suffer injuries. So why not uh, go from that to uh, one of my favorite people on the planet? And that is the former manager of the New York Mets, uh, Mr. Bobby Valentine. Bobby, how you been, buddy? I have been great. And how's one of my favorite baseball and softball players I'm on the doing, planet? I'm uh, feeling a uh, fat and uh, You old. feel good? Those ribs are good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we my, ch- has Bobby seen that... that uh... That play by you in Yankee Stadium? Uh, yeah, it's some, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll Can show quickly. Can we get quickly. CBS put that up? Because I was playing shortstop in shortstop. Yankee Stadium. First of all, Bobby, stop with that. Yes, was playing he shortstop. was playing shortstop. I like him at third, personally. Yeah. I think his range is a range little limited. Range a little better. Yeah, yeah. 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 Except right. I was at, at third. Short. Except uh, I was oh, at you third. Were third. I was at third. Now we really now had we a left-sided infield. Let me tell you something, boy. Nothing but base hits through that hole. Not the best left side of any infield I've seen. You know who's at second base? Who's at second? Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. No kidding. Oh, yeah. And no, we, we had, uh, no range available. No. None whatsoever. No, Although no. they tried to turn two. Uh, we did turn two twice. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, like Artie Lang was the guy running a first. Oh, who cares? Two is so. two. <laughs> he and fell man. twice. How you been, Bobby? You look great. You always look good. It's like you don't work in the summer times as an educator now, and you look fantastic, and frankly, it pisses me off. <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. Why not feeling great? You know, I wake up every day to feel great, and to be with you guys today no, is uh, an honor. And yes, An honor. Uh, now, I was, I, I'm sure. The I'm best gonna, manager in Mets history. I'm going to be yelled at uh, for asking this question. Don't but, do uh, it. But I want to ask. Okay. When you, when you were at college. Yes. You were, how how much ahead of uh, some of those great uh, players were you? Okay, well, check it out. Uh, I signed out of high school. Right. I went to the University of Southern California right. because in 68, if you weren't a full-time student, married or crippled, you went to Vietnam. Right. And the Dodgers didn't particularly want to give me a bonus and have me go to Vietnam. So I was a full-time student. In my second year at USC, the season ended. September comes around. I'm a full-time student. Right. During the day, I'm playing for the Dodgers at night. Is that how you did huh? it? Nice. So five days in September, the five home games that the Dodgers had in September, I actually went, got dressed, went and was in a Dodger went, uniform. Yeah. Next day, I went over. Hey, that's a good way to be big man on campus. That, that is. That's Dude, pretty I, good. I never asked this question. I didn't yeah. know that part of the story. Yeah. Was your number called? Would you have had had to have gone? Well, to- so then, then the numbers came later in right. 71 with the lottery. So uh, my number was a high number, and it wasn't called. It was 323. Got it. So, so that was during that childhood of mine. But so when was like so like <laughs> everybody Lynn, remembers their number. 
remember like, though, right? Yeah, Bobby? you got to remember, remember that number, number, baby. Like yeah. Fred Lynn, Lynn Swan. Yeah. Um, they were right around the same uh, time, right? Right around the same time. I was the, the OJ era, actually, if you got really yeah. want to know. There you and, go. Yeah, and the got Steve some Soggy there. was the quarterback right. and also the catcher on the uh, USC team. What so. was it like being a, a Northeastern kid? Um, and being playing ball as you know, an 18-year-old and under the specter of some of the great athletes in America and USC, of course, being a focal point of that. Yeah, well, look at LTSC as a professional yeah, athlete from Connecticut bit. was uh, radical, you know? I mean, I, I had a leisure suit. I went over to check <laughs> into the, to the dorm, and when I checked into the athletic dorm, they say, hey, you're no longer registered here. What's going on? I said, well... Why not? They said, this is only for scholarship athletes. I said, well, I had one, but I signed professionally, you right. know. They said, good, you're now in Tooten Hall. Really? And I got to carry my luggage in my leisure suit across campus, 90 degrees, wow. USC, and um, really look cool Which doing that. Which is crazy. Huh? So you're out there, and then because the Dodgers sign you, the USC is like, well, I don't know, you can go to school if you want, but yeah. get out yeah. of the athletic dorm. But, but get out of the athletic dorm, Was, yeah. um, Does he have any good OJ stories for us? Wow. OJ story, you know, he he showed me around campus. Really? I could say that. I ran, uh, you know, you couldn't try out with your own sport. And I was there for a football scholarship and a baseball scholarship, but I ran with the track team. All right. And he was yep. with the uh, the Olympic 880 track team with Earl yeah. McCullough and, and others. So that's how they found out whether or not I was a cool looking athlete. Right. They gave me shorts and a pair of spikes to let me uh, run with the real wow. So it was like John Travolta in Greece. <laughs> kind of. Yeah, you <laughs> could do this. Right. Huh? Yeah. Well, did you realize just how uh, unfast you were when you saw those guys running the 880? Actually, <laughs> I ran with them. So yeah. it wasn't right. so bad. There you go, Bobby. <laughs> that's why they, they gave me the scholarship. You yeah. shut up about my friend Bobby. Listen, I, I, Shut I know, up. The I one thing I could do is run. You know, like, and you make could do more than that, Bobby. You're like B. a four four forty. Like were you, you could get yeah, it. Yeah, I could. I could get it. I, I could. Love it. We didn't really run forties in those days, but uh, you know, we ran yards, huh? Right. I, right. So I ran a sixty yard dash, a three hundred yard dash. Got it. Talking to Bobby Valentine, I'm going to questions that I'm sure no one's asked you in a million years because it's typically about you know the Mets or about you know the mustache yes. like the Governor Darkness wants Stop to it. ask you about. <laughs> so you're you get there in sixty eight. Uh, now, how aware were you guys of Woodstock the following year? Well, you know, on the West Coast, it really wasn't that big a thing. Really? You know, yeah. You know, you, uh, no internet, if you can imagine, right. you know, the 10 o'clock news, if you didn't watch you, it, you didn't get it. Do you remember knowing about it happening or, or after the fact? After the fact. Well, my friends, you know... Who went? Who were these coast guys who who happened to show up? You know what a what a thing! It was all cool, and you know then you started to buy the albums so you right. to get hip with Jimi yeah. Hendrix and sure. and uh, Richie Havens and all. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's that time period is fascinating to me from like sixty eight to seventy three. Mm. Now, do you remember where you were when we walked on the moon? I do. Well, in, where, you're USC, I imagine. Or were you home? No, I was gone in '69. Right. I was uh, in in uh, Spokane, Washington. As a matter of fact, as a 19 year old playing, trying to play AAA, and I right. thought I was on the moon. You sure. know, <laughs> Spokane, and, and, yeah. and some of the pitchers wanted me to be on the moon because I was making an error a day. <laughs> and what up? Did the guys all get together and watch it? Uh, no. 
No, really? as a matter of fact, no. It was just talked about. It, it wasn't a. Like, like it wasn't like a TV event. Flies. Hey, by yeah. the way, we walked in. We went, oh, that's good. I, you know, I met a, you know, my wife. Yeah, I, well. actually, it was a newspaper in the clubhouse, as I remember, and uh, the picture of the flag and and the moon and everyone talking about it happening, but yep. did That's not crazy. see it live. See that? Yep. And I would think most people at your age would would claim that they, of course, saw it, right? Yeah, and you're I out guess. there busy in Spokane playing baseball, Just trying playing to ball. figure life out, right? Trying to figure it out. So. You probably talk- played a game that night. Probably uh, in the middle yeah, of July. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He was playing a game. Probably we played Bobby. every day. Yeah. Bobby Chris, we played every day. Every day, baby. Every day. Why do you think I've got my feelings on it, but I don't I don't wanna I don't wanna tip you off to them. Mm. Why you've been around baseball for you know fifty years. Mm. Do you have an opinion as to why so many of these guys are getting hurt? Uh let's start with pitching first, where it's more than any other era of the sport. Um, pitchers are going down with significant injuries, whether it's Tommy John, whether it's shoulder-related. Do you have a, a rationale as to why that is? Oh, it's too radical, my thoughts. You know, I think that they changed the mound and they made it uh, really a hard landing. If you watch the the uh, games, you'll see that it's a concrete-packed mound now. When you played as a kid, when you mm-hmm. played as a kid, uh, Governor, there was always a hole where you stepped. Yep, and you right. had to fill in the other guy's hole. Same with the batter's box. You had to fill in the other guy's hole in the batter's box. Now it's like concrete. It There's is. no holes. Right. So when you land, your foot sticks. It doesn't move. It doesn't slide. And as your arm is decelerating... I think that that little slide used to soften the landing for your Mm. arm when it pronates. And now it sticks so rapidly, the arm comes quicker. And it's sl- when it's slowing down, it's more abrupt. And that's just a radical thought. And I'm sure some smart guy is going to say, no, that's not true. But there's no denying the fact that it's happening more than it ever did. Yep. It's happening more. The the arm has to be coming forward quicker. Could it be about the weightlifting and all the gym um, work? Like, I, I say all the time, baseball players don't have to be like all jacked up. It's, the sport doesn't lend itself to have to be like football does. Yes. Because you, you had to you know, move another man out of the way. But in baseball, I don't think having big biceps or triceps makes you a better hitter. Yeah, I know. But, you know, as much as you do bodybuilding, oh, yeah. it doesn't bother yes. your elbow at all, does it? My, my bodybuilding is by <laughs> Very, very wins. good point, Bobby V. <laughs> now, I know Bobby's here with a company called uh, Winview Games. Yes, it is. Which yes, is, is. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, it's big in Vegas conceptually. Where it's kind of in the middle of a game, you kind of it's predictive, and you get to play along and figure out what's the next play going to be, and have some fun with your friends doing it. Right? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's a it's a new app that's out there. You download it, and during the game, you predict things that are going to happen: hit right. or an out, a foul ball, or swing and miss, a take, uh, a stolen base. And right. It's it's. Interactive it's not gambling. And fun. It's free to do it. It's yes. legal in every state. I yes. should make that point. Thank right you. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And, and you can get into a group. Like you, you can create a group just for your buddies. You can go into a group with random people and kind of test your ability to predict what's going to happen next. Well, like, like you might predict that that January nineteenth, I stop taking your calls. Or, yes, well, yeah, that's absolutely. Right. That's very true. Or, or you might predict that you know the Yankees might. You know, it's not have as lucky a run as they've had. It's that's why we call him oh, darkness. He <laughs> last week he's like, well, what would happen if the Yankees have this or that? He they can. Here's what's funny. Now you manage the Mets, you manage the Red Sox. You get this. There's Met fans can't truly be happy unless the Mets are doing great. Oh, and oh by the way, oh the by Yankees the way, the Yankees suck. have to be doing poorly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. And the Yankee fans don't feel the same way, and for good reason because. 
know, the Yankees had so many great runs where the Mets were, um, sadly, you know, not in the picture of sadly having a chance to win. So, you know, the Mets fans like me that grew up, I was born in 69, where you had the mid to late 80s where the Yankees were not very good and the Mets were. Yep. So there was my generation never had a dislike or hatred for the Yankees because they, they weren't that good in the 80s. Is Despite it winning more games than anybody in the decade, they never had that run like they had you know, from 95 on. Oh, I know about that run. And, uh, you know, Met fans really want the Yankees to lose, and the Yankee fans really want to ignore the Mets. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's exactly. what it is, that, that they don't really exist. Right. But you were wrong because I was very happy in in 2000 when we got into the World Series and got the Subway Series. Well, because you, the Mets were in it, of Well, course. yeah, but wait, you know, what you said before was that Mets fans can only be happy if we're winning and the Yankees doing poorly. In 2000, I was plenty happy. And, and you know, I still, if Armando Benitez had not walked Paul O'Neill, oh! uh, you know. Great we, at we, bat. We, give, Paul the, give Paul the credit. Don't give the discredit, I so, believe. Uh, it was I'm, a great at bat. It was a great at bat. It, it was a just If you want to blame spectacular. someone, you blame Timo Perez. Please, Bobby, I'm still dying. <laughs> Let's blame Bobby V. No. He gets blamed for everything else. Wait, no, wait, Bobby V, not on this program you don't get blamed. Thank you. No chance. Thank you, yeah, We're Bobby, Bobby V came fans. On with, uh, with Boom and I after that, you know, the Ortiz book came out, and I was telling the governor about it just for background. Um, you know, we all live in the in the public life at different levels, of mm. course. You know, you're the governor of New Jersey, and you suffer the slings and arrows of everyone. You're a manager of the Mets, the Red Sox. You suffer with every loss. You know, we do our show; it's a little different. But you know, <laughs> you know, people out there, people people love to just throw barbs at you because nowadays it's anonymous. Yes, like of all the people that say they hate my show or our show with Boomer and they can't stand what we do. It's never to your face, because now you can, you can anonymously have beer muscles and go, you suck this and that. But you guys live in a world, and it's changing, where you'd hear 45,000 people tell you how much you suck. Amen. Right? Yeah. In multiple cities. Yes, in multiple <laughs> languages. Did they tell you suck in Japan ever or no? You know, it, it's not part of the culture. No, Booing does they, not they, the Booing same. does not happen. No, it's a cheering society. You yeah. loved it there, didn't you? I did. Yeah, it, I, I love the orderliness, the cleanliness. I loved their baseball because right. the fandom was true fandom. They were they were with you for th- thick and thin. I remember uh, Richard Gere came to a game one day, and his son was keeping score. We lost sixteen to nothing. Okay, his son never left the ballpark. He didn't ever left the ballpark because it was still exciting for the fans right. to, to to watch, watch the entire game. game. Yeah, yeah. and I don't want to be stereotypical, mm. but. What is that? Was the Japanese professional baseball player easier to manage than Major League Baseball players? Some of them, no. I, I don't think. Not, uh, not I don't think so. No, they had you know their ego guy. They had the young guy who wasn't playing, or the old guy who was at the end of his career was miserable. It, it was all the same thing. They they are people playing baseball. How hard did you I, did you have favorites? Absolutely. Your, okay, so like on that two, on that two, on that two thousand team. Yeah, because that was an interesting group of players. Yes, uh, uh, quite a hodgepodge of players yes. that you might not have looked before the season and said, "You know, this is a World Series team." But like, did you have favorites on that team? Well, I don't. Yeah, probably. Yeah, and a lot of them were guys that played for me in the minor leagues and now came up to right. the big leagues, and I saw them do well. And you know, I was with them longer and. Uh, you know, we're good guys. They think winning teams, one of the things they usually have are people who like other people to do well. Yeah. And we had a lot of those guys on the team that, that didn't mind their teammates being the star. Right. What's the hardest part about managing a really good team? I think the hardest part is understanding the needs uh, when things, you know, when you 
think a guy's a great player, and you think, oh, well, he doesn't really have any needs. I remember Reggie Jackson standing behind the batting cage when he was playing in, in – um, California for Gene Mock, and I was a young young manager at the time, and he said to me, no one ever talks to me around here. They think because I'm a star, I don't need any help. I'm in slump right now. Why isn't anybody talking to me? And the light went on that even a Reggie Jackson, even the great players have needs, and you have to fulfill those needs, and it's tough to find it sometimes when they are like, so how good. Ma- how do you manage the personality? Yeah. Like, I, I always poo-pooed. Um, Joe Torre's role with the Yankees uh, to Boomer's chagrin. And the way Boomer described it was he, he doesn't have to manage them from a standpoint of how to play baseball because we have no idea how hard it is to manage that level of talent for as long as he did without the real, other than a uh, thing here like with Posada being you know, maybe benched or moving A-Rod to the seventh. Because outside of that, Managing the, those egos in that town is a far harder job than you could ever imagine. I think a really difficult job. And, and again, once it gets off track, it's hard to get it back right. on track. Once that genie's out of the bottle with a star player, it's a very difficult thing to, to get back in the good graces. Would you do it again? I don't know. I don't think so. I think that it's kind of, you know, the... Um, you know, Winview app is a good enough way for me to participate <laughs> in the game, right. and I'm very good you're with healthy, that. You're healthy, financially you're <laughs> fine, you have a great job, obviously, but if, like, maybe not the Mets, because I wouldn't work for the Wilpons either, so I respect Ouch. you. I respect See, you, you know, not to work he for He does this all he the does time. That all is the it, time. Fred Wilpon is one of the great people I, I've ever met, and you've got you... Sitting there completely running I around. agree. Well, well, he really part? is. <laughs> On the part that Fred's a great guy. Yes. We won't talk about the other one. Um, but there are some. <laughs> I like Jeffrey, too. <laughs> Somehow. Probably, yeah, yeah, I do. I think you're lying to me on that one. No, no I Why do you say that? Because Bobby I know v. Bobby Valentine. And well, here's what so I would do say. I. Bobby Valentine, we're going to talk about him like he's not here, uh, has very few demands of people in his life. Never lie to me. Right? Yes. Don't talk about me behind my back with something you wouldn't say to my face. Yes. And let me know where I stand at all times so there's no surprises. And that's the surprises not, for sure. You're right. And that's not yep. asking for much. Yep. And I don't think that they ever delivered on those three tenets of how to treat uh, a man. Well, I think it was a learning process. I, You know, when I was managing there, Jeff was a very young guy, and he was a, he was a first-year yeah. president of the team, second-year right. president of the team. So, you know, he was learning, and uh, you might be right that he didn't understand everything that a manager needed sure. from him. And it must be frustrating also, because you want to be respectful of your, who your boss is, but at the same time, when it comes down to baseball acumen, they're not, he's not, at the time, in the same class as you. So when then a guy starts telling you what to do... I would have I I wouldn't have lasted as long as you did. That's, <laughs> that's all I'll say. Well, but by, by the way, there's by no the shock way. there. No shock <laughs> that you wouldn't have lasted that very long. Lasted. I mean, like it, it would have blown it, up in about by by the way, May 15th. It's 825. <laughs> I'm going to go on Winview and predict that you won't make this show by nine o'clock. I got to let I mean, Bobby go. A, He's got many things to well, do. Well, I mean, be, I, I got to let Bobby go already. Me, I don't know where else you're going that could be as important as being down here. the hall. Then relax. To do not, what? Then no disrespect. Down the hall. We're not leaving just yet. Who's gonna? Who's gonna? Bobby they'll, doesn't want to really want to go there. They'll, huh? They'll be fine. I'm going up to Sacred Heart University. I have a lot of work to do you before do. the day's over. Done for the year. You're all done for the year. Oh, stop! You, I love <laughs> the work love is when, never done. I love when you determine what other people's work is supposed because to be because you, you're so responsible. As an educator, 
now you're, you're an educator? No, no, Bobby is. Well, Bobby is. He always was. As a manager, he was. No, no, but now it's summertime. You take a break. I'd like to take a break. It's a good idea. Yeah, take two months. Let's take go two. fishing or something. What but, a thought. I don't know if you fish or not. I don't. You don't? No. Would you like to go fishing with me one I day? would. Nice. No, no, you wouldn't. I really would. <laughs> with him? Uh, oh, yeah. Not with him. No, no I'd like to go fishing. Point. Fishing no, is great. He Maybe for 20 fish. minutes. He scares uh, the fish. He never shuts up. I'll leave you with one thought, and then I will let you go. Oh, really? Bobby Valentine uh, once uh, gave me a piece of advice that I did not adhere to. And uh, we were at a charity event. Uh, I did not know he was going to be there. I don't, he probably didn't know that I was going to be there. And I walk into a room. Bobby's typical, beautiful, nice jacket and tie, looking sharp. I'm wearing uh, jeans with holes in them and a shirt that probably matched. Yep. And Bobby, always gracious, Craig, how are you? Good to see you again. And he goes, what are you wearing? And I said, <laughs> what I normally wear. He goes, you want people to think highly of you. You dress so that they will have a form of proper opinion. That's of you. right. And I said to him, at this point in my life, I'm not trying to impress anybody. I am who I am. He goes, but this is a charity event. You should dress accordingly. That's right. And we shook hands, and I did not heed his advice. Well, of course you never. Didn't. But he of course you didn't. He did. Because he, he said, be- look, he goes, I'm just telling you. You want people to think of you in a certain manner yep. at this event. You should dress appropriately. You're a pig-headed sob. And he knows that. And, I, and, I'll, and I'll tell you something else about Bobby V, since we're letting him go. I can't thank this guy enough because he has been a friend to me for a long time. And in politics, you don't have a lot of friends. And every time Bobby V stood up, stood next to me, he's a great guy and a good friend. And you know what? I take him as the manager of the Mets tomorrow. Nothing against Terry Collins. I like Terry. He's a nice guy. But this guy got the most. And that's what I was trying to get out of that 2000 team. That was not. A great team by the numbers. Perhaps before but he you helped, he helped to motivate this, that team. You should put out another proclamation about Bobby. No, no proclamation. No, Thank you very much. No, he doesn't Other want that. Than, uh, Bobby, with Windview, Windview, Windview baby. Check Windview. out Windview Games. It's uh, Get, Get They're the on app. Twitter. They're on Instagram. If you think you know what's going to happen next in a sporting event, why don't you get and prove it at WindviewGames.com. Always Get the app. You, Bobby. You guys are great. Thanks, Thanks for coming, Bobby. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.